0: Hey, chiropractors and marketers, we are ready for another Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. Welcome. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and we've got another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. I am recording this after the CSA retreat in Portland, Oregon, and I Really excited about it. We had a great time. We had over 20 chiropractors there. We had a lot of good information. We had Dr. Josh Satterley and Dr. Aaron Jorgensen join Bobby, maybe, and myself. And we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of information. We went to a Portland Timbers game, which was a lot more exciting than I expected it to be. And they actually scored some goals. Uh, So that was cool. We went to dinner. We did a hike on Sunday. I just overall had a really good time. And we have decided we're going to do two a year instead of the one we had planned. We're going to do an East Coast and a West Coast. Uh, we haven't figured out the dates yet, but we're going to do a January in Palm Beach, Florida. So that'll be a good one for some of the, the winter folks that get down here. And uh, we haven't gotten the details of that together, but since the first one was so good, we're going to definitely do two a year and we're getting a lot of requests for An East coast. So we'll do an East coast and a West coast each year and, uh, keep on having fun with it. So I hope you can join us next year for that. If you didn't join us this year, we had over 20, mostly docs. We had a handful of students and overall it just was a, a really good time and learned a lot. So very grateful for that. I, I got a little delayed on the way back, which was tough and fighting a little bit of a, looks like a air airplane cold that I got on the way back. (laughs) I had a layover in Dallas and, uh, Unfortunately, flight got canceled Sunday night, so I had to get a hotel and got back Monday night instead, and so that was uh, not fun, but it happens when you travel as much as, as I do. You're going to have to deal with those things and just uh, move on from it. One of the things that we decided to do, and I've made mention of it in a couple different places, but Bob and I talked about it, and uh, we're actually going to make the Chiropractic Success Academy a closed group to where we will have certain openings of it, but we're going to actually close it July 1st. So you can get in over the next few days before that. And if you're interested, you can sign up at bit.ly slash your CSA circle and sign up and get in before July 1st. But we're going to close it and we're going to do that for a a couple reasons. Uh, One is we're really going to work on improving the actual academy. Like We're going to put together a success path okay? where we're going to really have a delineated path for chiropractors, which we launched at the retreat. We're going to make sure we have a very well-developed content platform in there. We're going to add some more collaborations and uh, just really fine-tune some of the information there and make it a little bit more easy to digest. It's got great information in there, but we're going to make it a little more easy to digest. And so we're excited about getting that done. The second reason why we're doing it is that we want to spend more time focusing on the members. We got over 90 in there now, and we're going to spend more time focusing on the members instead of having to promote it as often as we've had to. And so we're going to do uh, most likely another launch towards the end of the year, as far as getting you know, letting people come in, once we get everything squared away with revamping it, and then we'll do the live event in the winter, and we'll kind of go from there with it. So, check out the the CSA. Give us a shot. There's a lot of good people in there, a lot of good information, and we're trying to. Uh, you know, I think one of the things we talked about with some of the chiropractors at the retreat is sometimes as a chiropractor, whether you own your own business or an associate or trying to get started. Is you feel like you're stuck on, you're left on an island by yourself without a lot of real support and help, and you know, oh, the groups like, you know, mine, the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Group, and the Forward Thinking Chiropractic Alliance are amazing and have a ton of great information in there. But what we try to do in CSA is connect those dots for you and turn it from information into knowledge and something you can actually apply to your practice. And that's what the, the CSA is. So check it out. You can go to wwwcsa slash register, or you can go to bit.ly slash your CSA circle and get signed up there before July 1st. We are closing the doors. All right. My next little announcement is that the Motion Palpation Institute is having their adjust-a-thon. And that is going to be September 28th and 29th. And that'll be at Cleveland University in Kansas City, and that is going to be full spine analysis and adjustive technique. So they call it the Adjustathon, and they got many instructors there. I think they got uh, five going to be there to really help you out with that. So so check that out as well, and you can go to MotionPalpation.org/seminars and sign up for that. It's one of the best. It is the best <laughs> spinal analysis and adjusting techniques out there, and their instructors are just top notch. So check them out you won't regret it. So now my episode today I've gotten so many questions about this lately has been with Google My Business. We had the part 1 a couple weeks ago, so check that out if you didn't listen to it before listening to this one. You can go in whatever order. But in this particular episode I'm I'm uh, interviewing Pablo Blanco from AvinMed. This is actually a module a video module inside of CSA, where it's a tutorial, and we walk walk through together, but I stripped the audio for this podcast. So it's him and I going through my Google together, and you'll hear the audio of it, but the actual module, the video module is inside the Academy, but you can really get a lot by just listening to it. And so this is another good example of repurposing content, which I highly recommend you do. And so Pablo works with my office and they run my Google ads, my Facebook and social media campaigns, things of that nature. And so we really dove into the importance of Google My Business and how you can make it work for you and optimize it. So enjoy the episode. I know I did. I got a lot of information out of it just by doing this with him. So. Check it out, and I hope you uh, find it informational. And again, there's a part one that we did. I did a solo round a few weeks ago of a part one, so check that out. All right, enjoy. Welcome to the show, Pablo. I know this isn't your your first time. I always appreciate you coming on to our show or coming into my office, helping us out, helping educate us. Obviously, today we're going to dive into. Uh, Google My Business. So introduce yourself and let's get into it.
1: Hi, uh, well, my name is Pablo, co-founder of AvanMed, and I help doctors like yourself uh, fire more patients and, you know, get your practice busy. Thank you for that introduction.
0: Definitely, and I always uh, appreciate the the help you've been giving us as a profession as well, not just for myself. But today we're going to, you know, obviously dive into Google My Business. Can you just right out of the gates? We're going to have kind of a combination of a little bit of back and forth talking, then we'll do a screen share with my chiropractic clinic's Google My Business, right. and we'll dive into some of the details of it too. So this is going to be a module, a video module inside of the Chiropractic Success Academy. And then also be an audio for the podcast. So those just listening, you'll get a lot of good information, but we will be doing a screen share. So what's the importance of having Google My Business optimized for your practice?
1: First of all, you know, what is Google My Business? One is it's your new online local directory. Uh, Individuals like yourself, myself, when we go online and, and we want to find information, whether it's business hours, location, Or services they offer we tend to go to a search engine i personally use google and google maps so that works phenomenal but you do display your business information there it's a great communication channel so you are found with your local community it helps you stand out as a business you have your online reputation management on google my business as well as i mentioned maps so people can get directions immediately to your business You have questions and answers, so you can interact with the community. If they have questions even before they come into your practice, they can ask questions there, and you can respond to them, and they're public. So you don't have to be asked the same question over and over again. At the same time, you can interact with posts, images. Then it has a little bit of analytics on the back end, so you can track some of the traffic and keywords, which I'm sure you'll dive into uh, in a little bit as well. But in a sense, that's really everything that you get with Google My Business.
0: We've been diligent at it for a while. We we have room for improvement. It's always changing. I shouldn't say always changing, but it's changing a lot as it progresses. So it's some of it. What we have to do is just keep up with that. But it, you know, for us, we're consistently between six and fifteen new patients a month from Google alone, and and that's huge. That's hard to beat, other than new patient referrals. And obviously, there are some people doing that on Facebook and YouTube and stuff like that. But overall. Having a well-developed Google My Business, and, and that's the name of it, if it's the first time you're hearing it, it's called Google My Business. And, and basically, you as the owner can own that particular page. And what you'll see is this back end of really a lot of good information. But what we're going to dive in today is how to optimize it and certain things you can do to really uh, leverage it. And like you say, now you can kind of communicate with your audience a little bit through Google, which is which is nice. And that's been helpful. What would you say? Obviously, we hear a lot about Google reviews. We hear a lot about Google ads. We hear a lot about SEO. What would be a well-rounded approach from just like those standpoints to optimize it from a getting patients into your door thing? Is it spending a certain amount on Google ads, having a certain amount of Google reviews, making sure your website's a content platform with good SEO? What, What would you say to that?
1: Well, everything needs to be balanced, Kevin. And I think you mentioned some areas there that are key components of the whole funnel process in terms of marketing. Having your website obviously optimized and a source for a useful information is, is important. The advertisement that we build through Google and other media channels, uh, including email campaigns, is important. And the reason why is, at the end of the day, when an individual finds or peaks interest in your services and your practice, they're going to do research on, right? The same thing we do on Amazon when we buy a product Yeah. and the listing itself will display the review. So w- what is the community saying about your business? That's important. It helps the individual better make a decision. And simultaneously, it ties into the other areas of, okay, well, let me call and book an appointment. Well, how easy can you do that from your phone when you already have all the business information there? It's a click away. You've booked the appointment. Your appointment is today. It's at ten thirty. You're on your way. You don't have time to pull out a business card or a little note. You pulled out. You just pull out the business name again online, and you can click on directions, maps, and boom. Whether you have an Android or an Apple phone, it'll work, and it'll take you directly to your location that you specified. So, it's an important part in you know completing the full circle from advertising to engaging with it, with your community. And then finding the right people and then bringing them into your office, even when they do research about your business, right?
0: Yeah. One thing I kind of say too, is it's like almost you should get it to where if they find you on Google and through your Google My Business and getting to your website, having those two things optimized to a certain point where it's almost like they walked into your practice as a walk-in and got to... Check out the place and kind of get to know the people there, or the the doctor, and just got kind of to get a feel for it. If you do a good job with Google My Business and your website, that's what people can kind of get now from it. Is like almost like they feel like they know what they're walking into, you know, and and really feel comfortable with that. And so you can really make that um, call to action or whatever for them to actually make that call or schedule online a lot easier for them. Cause for a lot of people, especially in healthcare, like it's, it's tricky to get them to make that effort to come in. Like right? it usually really takes a lot. And if they're finding you on Google, you really want to do separate yourself from everybody else. And then, and that's why obviously like Google re- reviews is important because that's a social proof. You know, if you got all five stars and you got a good amount, and they're good reviews. People are going to read that and say, okay, well, this must be a really good place. If you got nice photos and they could see inside all the different things, they can really feel comfortable with making that next step and scheduling an appointment at your office. All right. Let's dive into a screen share here and we'll just, uh, we'll use mine. So I'm just going to guide us a little bit, but one of the things that uh, I did was we've added a, nice, a lot of nice photos. We're going to update some of that, but on here, you know, you've got the images of Google will do a street view so you can see the outside of the building, whatever. You can see the inside of it. I'm going to click on it and you'll notice a few years back, probably four years ago, we did a Google 360 of the inside. And so obviously, if you're listening right now, you can't see it. But I can actually do a full tour of the inside of my office. And basically, a person could see my office from Google right now. So I'm just scrolling through. I can even... Walk myself into a treatment room and back out. You know, like it's just—it's kind of crazy what you can do. So we added that, which has been nice, and you can do that. You don't have to, but it's definitely something worthwhile. Uh, I think they—am I correct? They farm that out. I know back when I did it, they farmed it out to kind of a contractor that comes in and does it. You pay them, and right, All right. They they
1: they still do that.
0: So that's you know the photo part of it, and you'll see on here on the video if you own the Google My Business listing like I do, you'll have this section on the upper left here. It says your business on Google. People that type in my info don't see that. That's just me because I own it. And they'll see this listing on the right where it's got you know your clinic name. They could click a button for the website, click button for directions. They could save it, your Google reviews. And then you've got your hours and address and all that stuff. One thing I recommend is uh, we use GenBook for online scheduling. Whatever you use, uh, there's plenty of good options, uh, but it are syncs right with my Google My Business. So they could actually click that GenBook right there and schedule online, which is cool. Um, so they could do that from their phone. And obviously, Pablo, right? A lot of people are doing this, accessing this from their phone. Right, absolutely. So yeah, the basic information is there. Now, I'll let you kind of go through the, the rest of that part here, starting with the question okay. and answer section.
1: Absolutely. So again, the engagement with the community, I can go in there as I find your business. And if I have a question, I can directly post it there. On a weekend, perhaps it's a Sunday, and I may have a question about your business, I can also go there and look at some of the most common or frequently asked questions by patients that are already answered there. So you don't have to be asking the same question over and over again. It just helps facilitate, again, the uh, selling process, when you as a business owner want to sell yourself right here, your, your business and your services, people want to learn about you. They want to learn what people are saying about you. They want to understand about the services. So understanding the question and answers perspective is amazing. It's a great tool. I think one thing that we forgot to mention this from the beginning, Kevin, is it's all free.
0: right? Yeah, that's a good one.
1: My business does not cost you anything. It's just understanding how to do it. Mm-hmm. So, you have your questions and answers right below it. You have your reviews from the web.
0: Let me um, chime in real quick from a practice management standpoint. If anybody asks a question and it's like injury related or they're asking you for healthcare advice, I would not answer that on here. There's, you know, you get someone's like, oh, you know, I've got this headache, and I give you this history, and you're like, uh, what do you think it is? And so, obviously, you wouldn't want to diagnose or make any type of treatment recommendations through there. So, just wanted to get that out there.
1: The best approach to that is to ask them to call the practice directly. Mm-hmm. But you're absolutely right. For compliance, we don't go back there and, and, and assess individuals online for reviews from the web. Uh huh. What Google does is, and this is the importance behind setting up your Google My Business profile and any other account that you may open, for example, Facebook, RateMDs, Vital, you know, all the local search listings, Yelp, etc., where you can leave a review. Your names should match word by word, whether there's a hyphen, a dash, a space. The reason why is Google is a robot, and it'll start looking for. Different sources, reputable sources, as you can see here, you have Facebook and you have my doctor reviews. And depending on the individual, so it's not going to come up for everyone, depending on the individual, their location and what they use most, it'll also say, oh, and by the way, user, here are two other areas where this business is found, and this is what people are saying about it facebook 51 votes has a 4.9 out of 5 on my doctor reviews he's got 63 votes 5 out of 5 when i say it's different for every user if i don't use facebook but i have used yelp or vitals in the past Hmm. then it'll substitute people
0: let me ask you a question does it only show two
1: in some cases it shows three Hmm. i've seen it show just one right now it's displaying two so again this is something that Google will display for the end user based on what they feel since you utilize Google and your Chrome. Here is open. Uh, this is it's Firefox. Firefox. Uh, well, if you had Chrome, it would understand the way you utilize your search engine a lot better. Yeah. So it picks it for you.
0: Cause I, I was asking, because I know I used to, before we got so many, my doctor reviews, We have a fair amount of GenBook reviews. So GenBook is the online scheduler and it would then ask people for some reviews. I know in the past that used to be Facebook and GenBook showed for my reviews from my Red. Now it's those two. So I didn't know if it was just like a two max or or what the deal is.
1: No, it'll vary. And what it's doing right now is it's understanding GenBook is more of an appointment uh, Mm -hmm. platform. And my doctor reviews with their strong SEO understands that it is a review site. So it's where people engage to give you feedback. Yeah. But again, it it may display. You never know. Someone that's booked through GenBook multiple times may do a search for your practice and the GenBook reviews may pop up. Ah, that makes sense.
0: Okay, cool. And ultimately Google's probably leveraging all these different types of reviews and from different sites as giving you a little bit more juice if people are searching for certain things like chiropractors and stuff like that. Is that correct? Correct. And that's one of the huge things with Google reviews, not just social proof, right? But also
1: it does help your SEO. It does. Absolutely. Okay. It's a strong component of your SEO mm-hmm. and on the back end, which you can go into detail in a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, you'll see and understand how, how that works.
0: Perfect. So you yeah, can, You
1: can kind of get your, your business uh, organic standings for optimization started by doing this on a platform that's actually free before you even, or you can do it after you do your website as well, but you can tie the two together and make it more powerful.
0: All right, moving down, and now this one thing that I've been using more and more is the, the posts. Uh, talk to us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so post is, uh, you know, it's a, this, a similar approach when you go to coffee shops, or, or I see it a lot in bookstores on the bagel shops, people put a little flyer on the little pork board for information. You know, you got a lot of people that are visiting or walking by and you never know, they might just pick, pick interest on, on a little offer that you have out there. So it gives you the ability to load an image and put a short description on what you want to discuss or, or offer out there. And it gives you the ability to put a CTA. Right, mm-hmm. learn more, and you can put a link to that designated place, so you can drive traffic there. Think of it as a little uh, board where you're putting a little flyer. My suggestion is make your image something that adds value or piques the reader interest, and then just be shortened to the point, and ultimately you want to give them that call to action, that CTA, so drive the traffic to that specific area.
0: Yeah, like we did, we just now are opening up Saturday hours. So I did that a couple of few days ago and you could, the call to action is the book. So they could click that right from Google. It takes them to the gen book and they could schedule for a Saturday appointment, which is great. we're going to dive into that a little bit more as far as the, the photos and the call to actions. But what is it now? It's like every, you could do, they last for seven days and you can do up to a three at a time. Is that correct? Correct. Right.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. That's something that they do want you to keep active and come back to. So they do expire. Uh, don't, you know, keep it considering and, and keep that in mind. Don't leave a post there thinking it's going to be there all year and next month. It's hmm. busy,
0: right? okay. And then, you know, down here it shows your profiles. Like, so that would be if I clicked on that, it would go to our Facebook business page. So that kind of sums up there. And now let's dive into kind of the back end of things. And before I get to the top part, actually let's just go right here. So this is the insight section. I've got it set for the last quarter. Talk to us a little bit about this where it's, you know, direct discovery and branded searches.
1: Direct is pretty straightforward. Individuals that find your listing by typing in, you know, the exact phrase name. Discovery is again, I'm looking for a chiropractor in book or a phone or you know, the best chiropractor in Boca Raton. And this this takes part a lot in your SEO, how well your back end on your website is displayed, including some of the information that you're outlining here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the discovery, right? Google's saying, hey, listen, I know you're in Boca Raton. I know you're looking for a chiropractor. How about this guy right here? You know, got 63 ratings, 4.5 stars, or five stars. Uh, look at all this great content and information. And then for the branded content is, again, the branded content information that you have for the business is not direct. This is what your brand and your identity is about, and they're pulling you directly through that. And if you, if you scroll down a little bit, you're going to see… Um, the things they're searching for. Correct. And that's when you were displayed.
0: So is it pretty good that a big chunk of my pie is discovery?
1: Absolutely. The direct are usually individuals who have met you. Yeah, or in the past a returning customer. So you want to have that, right? Going back to the website to either book an appointment, find more information, or if you sent out a blog and email and it has some information, maybe they want to research it later, they are going directly to your site. Discovery is what's important. You want a big chunk of change there. Because these are individuals that have never come across you, but Google is saying, "Hey, check these guys out. You, is this what you're looking for? Because this this looks pretty good in our eyes." And that's
0: the big thing, right? Like that's what Google's trying to do is give people the best answers to what their search is, and they're not going to give you a, they're not going to give you up as a good answer if if your Google My Business and your website and your pre you're kind of what I call a lot of times a total web presence. If it's just not there and it's not congruent and consistent along, like you said, having your name the same in different channels and addresses the same, if that's all not there, they're just not going to give you as an answer.
1: All right. And Google is a robot, so it does scan the web when you type in your business name on Google for every other source, right? every other listing with that same name let
0: me let me interject real quick cuz we had this same thing happen when you and I started working together on it i had gone through a very small like i did there was two things that's happened since i opened my practice in 2010 2013 we moved different office suites in the same building so at that time back in the day i had to go through and make sure my addresses were correct and then the second one was recently when we started working together was i just changed the tail end of my name to sports recovery at the end, so health fit chiropractic and sports recovery, but that was enough to where we had to we had to go through all like listings and make sure it wasn't any of the old names, which was health fit chiropractic and sports medicine. So I just switched it because we do a lot with you know the cryotherapy and hyperbaric chamber, all this different stuff. So that enough was like we had to make sure we were diligent about getting rid of all those old names. Correct.
1: Correct. And and again, you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't optimize and change these names. Across the board, because Google, being a robot, like I said before, is only going to look for exact matches. Mm-hmm. And if the match is not exact, in Google's eye and the algorithm itself is going to think it is another business. You can come back and say no, but it, it is my business. Um, I'm a health with Cairo and health with chiropractic is the same thing. Yeah.
0: And the other thing, too, I guess a third thing, and I think this falls into a lot of chiropractors, was for a while I worked at a different practice. I was in a partnership, and so Dr. Kevin Christie would pop up early on when I opened up my new practice. And sometimes I think it might even occasionally, it would pop up for that old business and that old address. So those are things you got to make sure you clean up. And then obviously you're going to get the queries as far as like what people are typing and what they're going through and what they're getting. Um, again, I've got the whole body crowd therapy here and we do a fair amount of marketing for that. So I get a lot of that. <laughs> you can see Where
1: the bulk of your traffic is coming from, not the source, But what that individual, right, the end user is typing on a search engine, driving that that visibility through Google's eyes.
0: Yeah. And obviously, it's just a product byproduct of a lot of people in the area have been searching for cryotherapy and we've had it for the longest. Uh, We don't get as much business that we used to. We still do. We were like the only show in town for a while. Now there's like probably 10 right around it, but people are searching for it. And so it's still popping up for us. And then, you know, you go down and you just get all kinds of other analytics as far as listings on search. And what's the difference between listing on
1: search and listing on maps? When you go on maps, you can actually look for a business. It'll say restaurants, gas stations, health clinics, etc.
0: We had a new patient recently actually say that. It's like, I found you on Google maps. And that was specifically what she did. And she found us and she was a cash paying patient and paid
1: cash. And it was great. And I was like, Oh, that's, a good ROI. There's different ways individuals look for a service. There are different platforms, so we're not relying on all one advertisement, funnel yeah. campaign, uh, or one source. Uh, the best is just to lay your cards a- across the board, even. Yeah. Be well-rounded, right? Uh, be well-rounded. As, uh, that's a perfect example, someone that utilizes Google Maps to find services. Is not where you're going to get the bulk of your business, but if that individual does utilize that platform, be visible there because at best you're going to gain a client. You're going to gain a a patient.
0: I did right there. Well, that's my whole thing with like Yelp too. Is A lot of people, especially chiropractors dislike Yelp and I dislike them for many, for many reasons too, but it doesn't deter me from having a a well-developed Yelp listing and stuff because I end up getting like a Yelp, patient a month right <laughs> and so and i'm not spending any money on on yelp ads uh, that's for sure but just having a well-developed listing there and i think i have like 10 reviews it was not even a lot but there's some people that find us on there and we've got some pretty good patients from there.
1: yeah absolutely yelp is a, a reputable source uh, in google's eye that adds a lot of value so if you are listed on yelp whenever an individual pulls up your business name it's almost a hundred percent guaranteed that the yelp page is going to appear on page
0: one yeah exactly and that's a good example too because i'll i'll tell chiropractors to develop their yelp page and that's one of the reasons it helps your google Mm
1: -hmm. all
0: right and then we've got customer actions which is going to be just a breakdown of who's visiting we'll kind of run through that but that's just who's visiting your website requesting directions calling your office stuff like that um then you got direction requests you know like where they're Coming from, so you can see a map here where it shows where these people are coming from. Obviously, it's going to be highly concentrated more around your office, like it is for us. Interestingly enough, we got a little bit more from the zip code right next to us than we do the one I'm in. <laughs> um, then it'll show your phone calls at this point, I, and it may not be pertinent to right here, but let's discuss the phone call thing because obviously. If you are running Google ads, we're not going to dive a ton into Google ads on this particular call and module, but when you are running an ad, you can do a unique phone number, correct? Kind of run us
1: through that process or not the process, but like, what's the point of all that? Right. So tracking and monitoring, Uh, we'll we'll do two things. The first one is is just kind of really go quickly on, on the phone call tracking here. These are phone calls that are being placed, not to your business entirely, but directly from Google. And the Google my business platform, so I have found your listing. I want to call you, and this is the volume that you're receiving. So you can, see which are the most active days that you have throughout the week for individuals that search for you online and place a call, right? And we can see Thursdays are uh, your busy days. Sundays, obviously, you're closed. But because it's the as being a closed business, uh, you get, and we have three calls in one quarter. The tracking of phone calls that helps. Us and you as a business owner understand who the caller is. If you missed a call because you're out to lunch, uh, you can always go back and track what missed calls you had. And you can always reach back to those individuals because you know they came from a paid source, a paid advertisement that you have. At the same time, on those paid ads for Google, if you list your phone number or a designated line for that ad, uh, in some cases, and this is where we, we all kind of scream who up, rather than the individual clicking on the ad, they'll just call the number directly. Gotcha. It saves you the, the, the click cost. Mm-hmm. And then you have, and, and can monitor and track that individual calling. So it, this is very useful information that, that you're outlining here, Kevin, for business owners, because you understand the calls, the traffic zip codes, what they're typing in if you had an old employee or a partner and and their name is really where the bulk of your traffic is you need to remove that Mm -hmm. brand yourself for who you are and start fresh slate. but all this information google's giving it to you at no cost so it's a great place to start if you're looking at your you know quarter three goals or quarter four goals and marketing and how you're going to brand yourself to your community there's a lot of useful information here that you can take home and make decisions from there.
0: Perfect. All right. And then there's um, other things, you know, like photo views we're doing really well compared to businesses like us. So a lot of people are viewing our photos, which I like, uh, photo quantity we're doing well compared to businesses like us so they're comparing you to other businesses so that's basically the the insights I want to roll over to the posts section just to give you that visual so this will be like you know the ones that we've done so we just did that one we introduced our new doctor on one post and his bio there we had a sports recovery experience so we posted the flyer You can update, add events. You can do all kinds of stuff under the posts section. Then let's go to the info section. And this is where I'll have you kind of roll through as well. So obviously you start at the top, you got your name, make sure that's correct. Then you see under below there, chiropractor and massage therapist. Talk to us a little bit about what you can and cannot put there.
1: Right. So these are business categories. And business ca- categories are general, they're actually coded, they aren't coded. Business categories that select, that are applicable to your business. Perfect example, you offer cryotherapy, mm-hmm. but that is, that is not a business category, right? You're a chiropractor. You can go in there and write and, and chiropractor. If you were a physical therapist, there is a category for physical therapy as well. And then you can start going down. You can add up to three or four categories.
0: Yeah, basically, I'll click on it. You got the primary category, and then you can have additional categories, and you can add a few more. So like in our practice, we have a massage therapist, so I can add that. But I couldn't add
1: active release technique or Graston or anything like that. And that's part of your branded search. As we will understand now that this business is about a chiropractor or chiropractic care or anything that's called chiropractor our community. mm mm-hmm.
0: community. And then obviously your hours and you want to make sure all your websites and phone numbers and sir, you can, you know, that's something that we could probably go in here and add services. So that's where you could add things like probably whole body cryotherapy and active release technique and in the, in the actual services you offer versus the, the business type. One thing I like too is Google always email me ahead of time about like okay you know Memorial Day is coming up are you going to have altered hours and I'll mm-hmm. always get that email and I go in and obviously for that particular day hit the close button and so that way if someone's searching you on that it doesn't say that you're open and they show up to your your practice or something right Yeah All right so yeah we got all that basic information uh, I just want to roll down to one more which is website Obviously, you want to make sure that your website is connected.
1: Well, that's likely the one to create a website. For the small business owner that does not have a website. You can uh, do it right there, right? In in a very simple manner (laughs) with optimization, create some website presence for yourself. Gotcha. Uh, It's not the best tool out there. It's just something that Google puts out and says, hey, Mm -hmm. here's something you can utilize. Um, and it certainly doesn't have all the benefits and features of an uh, of open source site, like uh, WordPress, for example.
0: Perfect. All right. So that is Google My Business. Um, there's a lot to it. Obviously, you could create an ad there. I mean, there's a lot of different stuff that we don't need to necessarily dive into. Google Ads would be a whole other topic, which it will be. But I just wanted to dive into Google My Business, all the things that you can do don't get overwhelmed. It's a process. But if you really start getting that total web presence and optimizing it, you'll be amazed. It's just it starts to work for you where you can almost guarantee a certain amount of new patients coming in each month just because you've got that presence.
1: And one thing that I do want to point out, Kevin, is Google being a robot takes time to understand and learn the behavior, right? It doesn't do it overnight. You make the changes today. By tomorrow, you shouldn't be expecting results. Uh, it does take a little bit of time. So that's why it's important to be proactive in updating your information, branding yourself, right? Yeah. Uh, to this source and putting the right content in there, because it is going to take a little bit of time for it to start kicking in and engaging and then be fully functional.
0: It's a process, not perfection, right? Definitely. But I highly recommend it. It's just been really huge for my practice. And I, I know a lot of other chiropractors it has as well so make sure you're doing Google My Business the right way. Make sure you're cleaning up some of the wrong addresses, wrong names, old doctors that were in your practice that aren't anymore. Or if you're uh, now the owner and you used to work for somewhere else, make sure you're off that type of stuff. Like clean that up. Make sure you're also tying in, you know, like you mentioned, Yelp. If your Yelp is well-developed, that's going to help your Google. If your Facebook business page is well-developed, then that's going to help we didn't even mention YouTube. I mean, we've had modules and podcast episodes about that, but if your YouTube is well-developed and you're putting content on there, Google owns YouTube. And so that's huge, right? So it's just like having this plan and it doesn't have to be this cumbersome, confusing plan or scenario, but just start getting clear on it and start chipping away at it. And you'll be amazed at what this does for your practice long-term. Well, Pablo, I want to thank you for your time again. If they had any questions, how could they reach out and connect with you?
1: Uh, Avanmed.com. contact us or uh, for your group or anyone uh, that is tuning in you can email me directly at pablo at avonmed.com
0: and that's a-v-a-n-m-e-d thanks for your time you're welcome Before I let you go, I want to give you three ways that we could potentially work together in helping growing your practice. First is the Chiropractic Success Academy, and it's an online academy with a closed Facebook group, a monthly Zoom call as a group, and we really work through a lot of key aspects of growing your business, such as marketing, business, the clinical side of things, and also the mindset. and We have a great academy built out with all kinds of information you'd want that you can go through at your own pace. We have, a, for new members, a kind of a game plan of following these first set of modules so you don't get overwhelmed and then go from there. We bounce ideas around in the Facebook group. You have some access to myself and Dr. Bobby Maybe, And you can find that at bit.ly, B-I-T dot slash your CSA circle. So that's number one way you can work with me. Number two, another way we can work together is through the... CSA retreat we're having in Portland, Oregon, and that's going to be June 21st through 23rd. And that's where we're going to really dive one-on-one live as a group and get into the details of growing your practice. And we've got some special guests coming to that, Dr. Josh Satterley, Dr. Aaron Jorgensen, and you can find that at bitlyly slash CSA retreat. And then lastly, we're doing, so I'm doing some one-on-one coaching. I've got uh Some chiropractors we're working with, if you're interested in that where you have a coach and you have someone holding you accountable and we get really clear on the modern chiropractic marketing principles, and that is the coaching is MCM Mastery. And if you're interested in that, you can go to bit.ly slash MCM coach, and you can check out that information or contact me at Kevin at moderndeskjockey.com, and I can discuss it more with you. So hope those are some ways where you think we can work together and help grow together. And I appreciate everything that I've learned from you. And I love sharing some of the stuff I've been able to learn through interviewing people and doing this for 15 years in private practice. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show with Dr. Kevin Christie. Tune in next week for another episode that will enhance your marketing, business, and practice growth. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Dr. Christie's Modern Desk Jockey Podcast and share with your desk-sitting patients. In the modern desk jockey, Dr. Christie provides health and wellness best practices from some of the leading experts in the corporate wellness industry. Remember, chiropractic practice isn't easy, but it shouldn't be overwhelming. Keep leveling up.